1: 18 plus. Kayak Fishing Radio presents From the Space Coast of Florida The Redfish Chuck Show Featuring your host Charles Levi, a.k.a. Redfish Chuck And the Redfish Chuck Show's co-host Alan Ryland and also featuring the Redfish Chuck Show's other co-host, Peppy My Dow. Looking for a new cooler with a lifetime warranty and made 100% in the United States? Look no further than Orca coolers. These roto molded, rugged coolers feature premium quality, seamless construction, meaning they're built to take whatever you and Mother Nature throws at them. Orca coolers allow ice to keep for days, and they have non slip feet so your cooler stays where you want it. With secure external latch system, the lid always stays closed. Orca coolers, made 100% in the USA, always has been, always will be. Check them out at orcacoolers.com. Give me the flat to dawn
2: with plenty of tailing fish. And the perfect fly rod. Whoa,
0: yeah!
2: And get ready for some magic.
0: What oh, awesome eat. I got one! Oh, damn, I got him. You got it! I got him. Join
2: Bonefish and Tarpon Trust. Nice fish. And help make sure that the magic never
3: ends. Visit tarbone.org to find out how you can help. Yep, a storm is a cometh. Welcome to the Monday Night Show. I am your host, Redfish Shuck. Late as, uh, as, well, not as usual, because he's usually not late, but Peppy there is calling in from the duck camp. Thanks for the invite. Thought we were boys. Alan Ryland should be calling in any minute now. He's late. He's fired. But uh, welcome to the Monday Night Kickoff Show or the Redfish Chuck Show. Um, <coughs> wow. So, let's see. Mr. Chia Pet. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Well, you know, those that can't grow a beard, as uh, Phil Robert Robertson would say, there's only two kinds of people in this world that don't grow a beard. Women and kids. So, I'm neither one of them. (laughs) Anyhow, you guys can tell that uh, the wind's been blowing. We are definitely getting into the winter months. Um, I think officially we're going to get blasted with our first true cold front. This week, we're going to get down into the 30s, which doesn't sound like a whole lot of fun. Went around and put up some Christmas lights today make the children happy and uh... yeah pretty much just uh... hung around the house last couple of days have been interesting haven't got out and do any fishing um... been kind of busy with the shop and all uh... But other than that we'll go to peppy live from the duck camp are you there peppy
0: oh, man we're live
3: we're live.
0: Yes, we are. Do you hear me?
3: Yeah, I can hear you now.
0: All right, all right. So yeah, we're uh, we're out here. Alan's right next to me. I mean, he's 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 calling in. He's already on there. I see um, him. Yeah, you see him. <laughs> yeah, I see him. Yeah, we're gonna do a little duck hunting tomorrow. See what happens. Nice, but um, yeah. This wind's not uh you know, wind's not fishing it's 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 not fishing conditions, that's for sure. Right. I'm gonna hang up and call duck hunting radio.
3: You're gonna hang up and call <laughs> duck hunting radio. Oh, I'm live. I'm live, I don't know
2: live. Whoops <laughs> Now he's muted.
3: Uh the, I just muted him again. So anyway, uh Happy man, I know you went out, uh, you weren't, you didn't fish the uh, Allen Rylan Redfish Tournament out there at the uh, Cars Park because you hunted the opening day of uh, duck, right?
0: That's right, that's right. I went hunting uh, opening day, um, actually went hunting Saturday and Sunday, and actually it was one of those things, I show up later on for Allen's tournament, and people are telling me, how did you do? And I go, uh, we were done by 7.30 in the morning. So it was like, oh, so you could have came out here and fished still, right? You could have came out and, and did some fishing. I went, yeah. <laughs>
3: <That's>
0: <laughs> you could have. <laughs> yeah, it was it was one of those things. You look forward to it and, and stuff and everything like that, and it's just over that quick. You know what I mean? It was one of those mornings you're done by stuff. You know, shooting started at 620. We were done a four-man limit, 24 ducks down by, by 730 in the morning. <laughs> That's incredible. Yep.
3: That's awesome, man. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. So what did
3: you shoot? And you,
0: um, we ended up shooting, uh, we ended up shooting ring bags, uh teal, and a couple models. We ended up shooting nothing out of the world, you know. We didn't get any what we consider tri- trophy birds like widgeons and pintos and stuff, but um, but we did good, you know. I can't complain. And we're actually going to go to the same place that I went on Saturday. We're going there tomorrow morning very
3: cool very cool yeah. I, I know i noticed alan uh is all loaded up in it with his kayak um, uh, which one do you have that
0: i actually in, uh, i ended up bringing the native slayer 14 um, just because what we're hunting is full of hydrilla i mean that i doubt that propeller will will even move in that hydrilla that we're going
3: through
0: <laughs> so oh, yeah. so i came in a regular
3: kayak did you uh, did you loan Allen a uh, a tether for that shotgun? Yeah, right. <laughs> I've, got a, I've
2: got a floating gun case.
3: A floating gun case?
2: Oh yeah, heck yeah. Right. I'm good. Just, just making
3: sure, buddy. Just just watching out for we, you.
0: Yeah.
3: And, I appreciate that. And we
0: got and we got like about five boxes of shells just for Allen so he could get the rust off too because that's it's probably <laughs> before he hits a duck. That's how many shells he's going to have to shoot. <laughs> That's awesome, if it's
2: flying, it's dying, if it's flying, <laughs> it's
3: dying there you go, sandhill cranes buzzards that's
0: right we are actually we are actually right now, just so you said sandhill Crane, we are actually cooking barbecue right now out here, and Tony Rush, and one of our friends here, um went up to Canada and he was hunting in Canada for four weeks, and he brought sandhill crane down, and we are eating sandhill crane poppers,
3: <laughs> really oh yeah are they delicious bacon wrapped
2: with peppers
0: don't know yet
3: <laughs> bacon wrapped with peppers let me ask you because i'm i mean i know this is a fishing show but now we're we obviously no one's fishing in this weather so uh there's a canal here all right well go fishing so why uh why is it that we that you guys always wrap everything in bacon and peppers is it just that it tastes that
0: crappy <laughs> yeah, duck is, um, duck An is gamey, man. It, it, yeah. Duck um, is gamey, man. It really is. I, I'll, I'll be honest, man. I can't eat, I'm, duck is not one of my favorite things in the world to eat, to tell you the truth. All right. Um, it's gamey, and I, and I actually yeah. marinate my stuff for 24 hours, you know? Yeah. I got some but, marinating
2: right now on my truck tire. <laughs> That that
3: sounds delicious. All right, listen, I'm getting I'm getting really kind of depressed over here because I want to kill something soon and, and I didn't get invited out to the the duck camp, so I feel you know like it's kind all, of kind of like uh, yeah, kind of feel a little left out right now. Uh,
2: Alan, <laughs> yeah, hold the hell with what? I was gonna say, hang on, I'll shoot my shotgun for you. Hold on a second, just listen. No, no I'm kidding. I don't, I, I don't I'll get, get arrested. Know.
3: Yeah, I even <laughs> grew a beard so I can go duck hunting. I, I mean, never. I got I got a little one going. I got a little one going. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Beard with training.
2: Yeah. Uh,
3: (laughs) Tell us about your tournament, man. How'd that go?
2: Uh, It went good. You know what? We we snuck that thing in in a, uh, I think you said it earlier on the phone today, a miracle weather window. I mean, it was uh, blowing pretty much all week. Uh, We had already rescheduled it once back from the ninth. Uh, Blowing all week. Saturday, Friday night started laying down Saturday morning. I got up uh actually Friday night, you know, while we were out there, you know camping whatever prepping it, it just slicked off A sheet of glass Saturday morning, same thing, just i mean it was beautiful all day long, so couldn't have asked for better weather. uh the gentleman that won the tournament um, uh, gosh uh Hendricks was the last name um cannot remember his first name for the life of me right now, but uh He came up to me. I was getting over at the pavilion, getting ready to set up, put the banners up, lay out all the prizes. I load my truck. He came up at 11.15, done, said, can I check my fish in? I didn't think he caught anything. And he had a 42-inch redfish, showed me the picture, you know, good to go, got it all set. So that fish held for the the day. We had, um, I think, between first place and fifth place was probably separated by about – maybe eight, 10 inches. I think we had some fish in the, uh, in the thirties, couple, uh, mid thirties inch fishes, uh, fish. We had a, uh, guy that won the fly division. I believe he got one right about 20 something inches, not real big, but, um, but it was weird. It was everybody, everybody either caught a lot, you know, good fish, like the guy that wanted, he caught like eight redfish, 30 inch trout, couple snook. Um, everybody coming in either, either did real good or did, nothing nothing um you know d kaminsky uh lady angler took first place in that she had a 26 and inch redfish very nice red um but it went good i mean everybody kind of stayed out in the water till the end most everybody was back in line by 2 two thirty to weigh in and uh, we had sunnies out there catering food. food food was excellent Uh rci optics showed up uh, they were there for the captain's meeting and the tournament out there talking to folks and Talking about their amazing sunglasses, uh, Captain Thanks. Steve Bowman with the bones. Yeah.
3: Did you say a thirty-inch
2: trout? Yes. Well, nice. He, uh, I didn't, I didn't see the picture, but he told me he got a thirty-inch trout. So uh, you know he did pretty good. But um, yeah. It went, it went well. I mean, I'm, I'm pleased. You know, couldn't have, uh, couldn't have asked for better weather. Sunday took another to dive go. on us. Uh, got up Sunday morning, stayed out there at Cars Park again Saturday night just to get everything picked up and uh, and all that. And I'll uh,
1: we'll have
2: all the results posted and wrapped up and all the pictures, photo albums built and all that, hopefully in the next couple of days, um, either right before or right before the holidays. So um, it, it went great. Everybody I nice. think, had a good time. Yep. Good deal. We missed you. Shut up. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs>
3: Um, anyhow, that, well, that's cool, man. That's cool. Well, I'm glad you guys are getting out there on the, uh, on the low sodium water. You're going to go kill some, uh, kill some ducks.
2: Yep. Yep. Looking forward to it. It's been a while. I didn't, didn't duck hunt at all last year. Didn't hunt at all last year. Never bought a license. And, uh, Peppy and Lenny and, uh, you know, they got me talked into it, got all my stuff bought and dusted off the, dusted off the Benelli and got the kayak, uh, re-rigged for uh, some pond fronds, and we'll see what happens. Hopefully we have some pictures.
3: I saw, Well, I, I don't know who it was, somebody had asked if uh, Ram makes a mount for a shotgun, and they do indeed make yeah. a mount for a shotgun. They make it for uh, you can run it on a track system. Um, it's pretty sick actually.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I'm sure they have it probably for uh, ATVs and, stu- and such and stuff like that, so I'm yeah. sure it's available.
3: Oh, Mike from uh, New Smyrna Beach says that theres uh, he's got some ducks in his neighborhood that need to be killed. Sweet. Might need Sweet. might need a silencer on the shotgun. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> go up there with a pellet gun, wrist rocket. We can travel. Anyhow, there you go. So, uh, folks, we're going to hit a real quick break here, and then uh, once we get back, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, – I don't even know. (laughs) It's windy. It's going to be cold this week. Now, we'll talk a little bit about uh, cold tactics, cold weather tactics, and how to keep yourself safe during cold weather uh, outings. Because even though you live in Florida, you still should bundle up when it gets cold if you go out on the water. It doesn't take much to get hypothermia. And believe me when I tell you, you know, that can happen down here. I've been pretty close twice. So... uh, But anyhow, you're listening to Kayak Fishing Radio. I am Redfish Chuck, the host of the Redfish Chuck Show. Stand by. (laughs) <laughs> that didn't work out the way I wanted it to. All right, then. Uh, folks, if you haven't heard, KBB Outfitters is open. Uh, we're attached to Kayaks by Bow up there in Titusville, located at 410 South Hopkins Avenue in the historic downtown Titusville district. Uh, swing on by, check it out. It's a pretty cool little shop we've put together. Uh, we carry uh, all price ranges of rods and reels. We've got all of your terminal tackle and your soft plastic needs covered, hard baits. Uh, we're pretty much a no-nonsense shop, so we're introducing Fly as we speak. So come on by and check it out. Uh, speaking of uh, coming on by and checking it out, Black Friday, as everybody knows, is this Friday coming, and uh, we're going to go ahead and throw in some uh, amazing deals there at KVB Outfitters. We're going to have some rods that'll be discounted forty bucks. We'll have some a couple of reels that'll be discounted thirty bucks. So. Come on by and check it out, man, Uh, while the wife's out doing her shopping. Swing by and take care of yourself. Or uh, if you would like to, um, jump next door to Kayaks by Bo, put a new kayak on layaway, pick up a new kayak, or sign our wish list so that those who love you who want to buy you crap can come and do so Um, and know exactly what to get you this way here. You don't have to return anything. But uh, other than that,
1: check out Orca Coolers. Looking for a new cooler with a lifetime warranty and made 100% in the United States? Look no further than Orca Coolers. These roto-molded, rugged coolers feature premium-quality, seamless construction, meaning they're built to take whatever you and Mother Nature throws at them. Orca Coolers allow ice to keep for days, and they have non slip feet so your cooler stays where you want it. With secure external latch system, the lid always stays closed. Orca Coolers, made 100% in the USA, always has been, always will be. Check them out at orcacoolers.com.
3: There you go, Orca Coolers. Of course, uh, one of my sponsors, one of Peppy's sponsors. We appreciate all the support that uh, the fine folks over at Orca Coolers shows us. Made in the USA, lifetime warranty. Can't beat it. Alan dropped off the line. I don't know if he got eaten by a gator, maybe pooped on by a coot, but uh, he's gone. So we got Peppy back.
0: Yeah, we don't we don't have too good reception out here, man. So it's one of those things we could be dropping in and
3: out. <laughs> yeah, no, no worries, man. No worries at all. Uh, so cold weather, man. Listen, I'm not scared of cold weather. I'll get out there and fish during cold weather. I typically I'll, I'll let the sun come up a little bit before I hit the water, but uh, I bundle up. I mean, one of the, one of my favorite photos, I think that's ever been taken of me, is me completely bundled up. I have on waders and a, a long sleeve shirt. Actually, a short sleeve shirt, a long sleeve shirt, then a sweatshirt, and a beanie cap, a baseball hat on top of the beanie cap. I mean, I was bundled. You can always take it off. you know it's easy to That's take it. off clothes. It's hard to to bring enough to keep putting back on, especially if you don't have good dry storage in your kayak. So um, no need to be worried about going out and uh, looking like a abominable snowman or the little kid from uh, the Christmas story. Your arms all, you know, strung out. Come on out and fish, man. Even when it gets cold outside, it gets good. You guys all know that. So, what's your what's your game plan, man? Whenever it gets
0: cold, I mean, what what do
3: you typically put on? You throw on your duck waders and all that stuff.
0: I'll I'll tell you, yeah, you've seen me. You've seen the way I am in the cold weather. In the cold weather, I'll tell everybody out there listening. In the cold weather, do yourselves a favor and get yourself a pair of waders. It doesn't matter. You know, if you can, get yourself breathables. Get yourself breathable waders, all right? It doesn't matter. They don't have to be expensive brands. Just get yourself something breathable that you can layer yourself. And you Mm -hmm. layer yourself as much clothes as you want to put on and you put those breathable waders on. There is nothing like, um, you know, having those breathable waders on. And there's times that you're in your kayak and you have to jump in that water. There's times you just got to jump in that water. You got to get in. For whatever reason, you got to jump in. You know, you're fighting a fish. Sometimes you got to release a fish, and you got to do everything the right way, and you got to jump in the water. Have those waders. You could always take them off. You know, when it gets hotter later on in the day, you could take them off or something like that, but do yourselves a favor and get yourself waders. I mean, I don't go out there in the wintertime when it's cold without those waders on. And you see me out there, I'm all cameled up pretty much because all my waiters my waiters are camo, my jackets are camo, everything's pretty much camo that I have. But it's like you said, you know, you could always take layers off and you take clothing off and stuff as you go on, as the day goes on. And you'll even see me sometimes out there looking like a redneck sometimes. You'll see me out there, and I'll have just waiters on without a shirt on sometimes. I've actually been out there that way. So it's like, <laughs> it's, you know, you can always take clothes off. So Yeah, man. That's pretty much my game plan in the wintertime, you know, is is is, is got to be comfortable. Doesn't matter how much clothes you got on, just be comfortable. You know, you don't want to be freezing your butt off out there. So, yeah. It's hard it's hard to warm up,
3: man, once you get wet and cold. I mean, once you're if you should take a dive in the water or, you know, get knocked out of your boat by a manatee or whatever the case may be, you need to uh yeah, you need to be you need to make sure that you're you're careful out there. Um I know of at least four or five people over the last 10 years here in Florida. I don't know them personally, but I know of the cases where people have actually died from hypothermia here in Florida. So it does happen. You know, it it doesn't take much. Um, Once that temperature drops down and and the air, the the water temperature drops, the air temperature drops. I mean, it's, it happens pretty quick, man. But, uh, well,
0: let's see.
3: What else is going down? Alan should be back on. Alan's back in. Let's see. I've been ignoring him. No, there's Alan. Alan. I'm back. I'm back. What's your, uh, what's your deal?
2: What do you wear when you
3: get cold out there?
2: I was going to say, I, uh, well, until last year, I had a a good pair of chest waiters, but I, I'm sitting here listening to what Peppy's saying. And, uh, other thing too is the the only only drawback with chest waders especially if you're going to get out and wade and i know uh some areas i used to fish down in the uh, vulcaria grant area the only thing you got to be careful of wearing those waders man you step in a big hole and uh those things fill up and that's that's just as dangerous as hypothermia there was a uh remember years ago there was a story about a a guy and his son down there fishing those uh that pothole area they call it a vulcaria and uh they were out there wading off that shoreline and that uh yeah, Goat Creek area, yep, and yeah. um, I guess the, I don't know if it was the kid or the father stepped in one of those big uh, big holes down there and boom, gone, and I guess yep. the dad or whatever went to try to get him, and uh, both of them, yep. so uh, there's My warning signs all up and down US-1 down there now, because it's, uh, it's dangerous, you know, they say to carry a pocket knife, whatever, so you can cut the suspenders in case they fill up on you, but, you know, you got to be careful of that, too, so.
3: Yeah. My, my, my dad nephew, actually nephew ran that foster. case.
2: Did he? Yeah. 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 My dad ran that case. Yeah. It was, it was a father yeah. and a son. Yeah. Sad. Both of them. Yeah. I remember that. But, uh, so, you know, I mean, I, winter can be good. I mean, I, uh, I fish it a lot. I mean, it you know, good for, uh, if you can catch, catch it in between fronts and, uh, fish seem to get happy. The water definitely clears up a lot, but, um, just got to change the way you do it. It's the only thing. You got to think a lot more about safety and stuff like that and all that kind of stuff, but it can be good. So,
3: yeah, there you go. And what we'll do, uh, just try and hang on the line for me, Alan, if you can, what we're going to yeah. do is, uh, we're going to run another break real quick. And when we get back, we're going to, uh, actually talk tactics on uh, how to how to find fish, where to go to look for fish, you know, what time's the day to go when the water's cold and, things to throw at him and how to approach him the whole thing so uh you're listening to the redfish chuck show here on kayak fishing radio we'll be
1: right back looking for a new cooler with a lifetime warranty and made 100 in the united states look no further than orca coolers these roto molded rugged coolers feature premium quality seamless construction meaning they're built to take whatever you and mother nature throws at them. orca coolers allow ice to keep for days and they have non-flip feet so your cooler stays where you want it with secure external latch system the lid always stays closed orca coolers made 100% in the USA, always has been, always will be. Check them out at orcacoolers.com. Looking for a group
2: of kayak anglers to share your kayak fishing adventures with? Check out yakangler.com, your ultimate
1: fishing resource. Boondoggle? What the heck is a boondoggle? Is it a tournament? No, it's not a freaking tournament. A boondoggle's just an event where a bunch of kayak anglers come together for a weekend of fun and kayak fishing. We all get together and fish, check out industry-related products, have a big dinner, and swap a fishing story or two. What's that? Sounds like a useless waste of time? Yeah, it is. So what? So get your butt up off the couch and get to a boondoggle. Bring yourself. Bring your family. Heck... Bring your hairy-ass brother-in-law. I don't care. Just get to a boondoggle. Check out yakangler.com slash boondoggle for more information.
3: There you go. And for those of you that don't know what a boondoggle is, you live underneath a rock, you should probably uh, get out more. Um, just kidding. The, uh, check out yakangler.com. The next boondoggle is up in Georgia, just north of uh, the Florida-Georgia line and should be a good time for those who are attending i unfortunately will not be able to make that particular one or i am fishing the adventure fishing world championships down in the everglades so you know i could only close the shop for one weekend you know i can't do it twice in a row so uh that is what i'll be doing so but if you get a yeah. chance to go up there to the boondoggle it's just a different style boondoggle than, than boondoggle's past you're going to have to uh find yourself a place to camp. They haven't reserved an entire campground or anything like that. It's kind of come as you are. Don't look for there to be a vendor village or a raffles or any of that kind of stuff. It's just going to be come and hang out. So back to the old school way of doing boondoggles, which is cool. Um, I think we need to do that. Doing two, two of the, the big ones a year get, can be kind of challenging. So, but anyhow, getting back to the topic at hand, um, uh, Fishing in cold weather, since, again, we're going to be get down to the 30s on, I think it's going to be Wednesday night, get down into the 30s, and then uh, pretty much stay in the 50s fifties 50s and 60s, it looks like, throughout the rest of the week as a low, so that'll get that water cooled down nice. For me, one of my favorite things to do is I still get up relatively early. I, I try and get on the water as the sun is starting to come up. Um, there's a reason for that. I like to fish the west side of either the Indian River, the Banana River, or the Mosquito Lagoon first thing in the morning. As that sun starts to come up, that's the first side that gets hit by the sunlight, and, and it heats up a little bit quicker than the east side does. And then uh, as the afternoon progresses, I slide on over to the east side and uh, do my fishing over there. I tend to do a lot more sight fishing this time of year. Water tends to be a little bit cleaner. Um I definitely size down my baits. I, I go down to, you know, SSTs uh, or shad tails, small jerk baits. Um, you know, you can throw a five inch jerk bait, it'll still work, still work just fine, you know. I just like to present something a little bit smaller. Uh, a lot of times these fish are tailing because they've gone through their transition now. They're, they're, they should be starting to eat a lot more crustaceans and things like that here over the next couple of weeks. So. Uh, you know small prey items that mimic that you know definitely going to bring out the buggy whip quite a bit this winter um to try and get on some some nice reds with the uh with the fly rod so um you know again i the nice thing about the winter time is you don't have to feel rushed to get off the water you can stay out there till two or three o'clock in the afternoon which typically is when it really gets good um especially here on the space coast so um that's pretty much my game plan for the winter time i mean i don't I don't have any secrets really of, of what I do. I mean, I do the same thing I do in the spring and the winter. I just slow down. My presentation's slower. Um, I tend to try and sight fish a little bit more and, and drop baits on fish's heads. And, and, uh, you know, it's a lot of fun. Find more tail and fish this time of year and maybe some black drum, maybe uh, some big trout, you know, sometimes you, in the afternoon around one o'clock or so, those big trout will still hit good top water bite. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, Alan. What
2: do you do? Pretty much the same thing, man. I you know, slow it way down. Um, I go towards uh go towards more of the uh the jig heads over the uh you know, weighted or un- unweighted hooks, you know, slow everything down a little bit, get it a little bit deeper in the water column, bump it on the bottom. You know, the grass seems to you know, at least the floating grass seems to uh thin out during the wintertime. The uh the other grass seems to kind of die back a little bit, get more sporadic, more pothole so you can, you know, you can work, uh, work jig heads a little bit better without, you know, getting hung up and stuff. And, uh, and I do, yes, go to, uh, go to a little bit of scent sometimes on my soft plastics. I, I stick with the same soft plastics, which is, uh, you know, pretty much mostly a hundred percent Slayer ink lures, but, uh, you know, every now and then if it's, you know, if it's tough, if they're, if they're being really picky, I'll, uh, you know, slap a little bit of pro on there or something like that. And, uh, you know, go to different, different colors, but um, just kind of slow it down a little bit and keep everything on the bottom. But, you know, the same stuff that, like you said, works in the spring and summer will work in the win in the winter time. But, you know, that water starts chilling down, just uh, just slow the presentation down a little bit and it still works. And I'm really Pretty excited
3: about, yeah, I'm really excited about throwing the, and, uh, and, uh, Justin just said in the chat room I'm, really, I'm going to be really excited about throwing that Savage Gear 3D shrimp um, the small one in the uh, you know, to, to tailing fish I can't wait to watch him crush that thing um, but you know of course the slayer baits are going to be probably the go-to baits for me but to switch it up a little bit and give him a little something different to look at uh, you can't beat that presentation of, the, of an actual shrimp um, I like the uh, I agree with what what Justin just said in the chat room the question was what scent uh, for procure do you guys use and we uh, I mean, specifically asked Justin um, and shrimp and blue crab are, are two of the best scents but I mean don't 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 uh, forget about ladyfish I mean they they are still it is still cracked to redfish even if it is the wintertime um, they'll crush that ladyfish scent too in the winter time so but um Justin also brought up a good point there in the chat room that he likes to find them close to the shoreline and you will, you'll find your redfish a lot of times, uh, this time of year, literally belly crawling and, uh, just, just barely creeping along just with their half their back out of the water. Some I've actually seen in the South in the mosquito lagoon, I've actually seen redfish crawling around on their bellies with their eyeballs, almost completely out of the water, eating fiddler crabs and whatever else is down there. Um, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be really good, man. I mean, this this time of year is just absolutely one of my favorite times of year to fish. Yeah, you know, the water cleans up real good. You can see real well. Um, sight fishing's really easy to do. So, uh, you know, and there's nothing like watching a redfish that's that's literally belly crawling, crush a bait, and then take off like a bat out of hell and throw a mud a, a mud rooster tail in the air. So that's always
2: fun. What else you got, Alan? So, uh yeah pretty m- i mean same thing you know like justin said and i you know i don't i don't know how much the scent really i mean i wouldn't say it doesn't matter i mean like uh like you said the crab the shrimp you know that's more prolific or what you're going to find in the wintertime over the over the white bait and mullet and stuff like that but uh you know I, i've even on on occasion i'll, I'll be a couple tubes of pro here. i'll have a little bit of inshore scent left a little bit of sh- uh, shrimp scent left in one I'll, I'll just squeeze them both into one bottle and let them blend up i mean i think it still works so uh you know, I don't know if they're, uh, really all that picky about it, but, um, you know, and I've even been known to, uh, you know, even pick up maybe a dozen hand picks or something if they're really, really, really going to be picky or spooky or whatever, you run across that school of black drum that's, uh, not like Louisiana black drum <laughs> where, uh, you know, they want, they want the real thing. So, uh. You know, but same same type of stuff. I've had, definitely had some banner days on some of the coldest days. I've I've scraped ice off my windshield many times and uh, gotten out there. And you know, once that once that sun starts warming up that shallow water, they, they move up there and start feeding. So it can it can still be good, like you said. You're not off the water by nine ten o'clock because it's over a hundred degrees and everything's shut down. So you know, like you said, this is a, a good time if you can catch it in between uh, in between front with the wind right
3: tell you another cool trick to to do and and a lot of guys don't think about it or a lot of guys overlook them at tackle shops um and that's uh soft plastic crabs you know soft plastic crabs work really really good this time of year uh if you go out and you fish the uh let's just say in the mosquito lagoon and you fish the edges of the of the flat the edges of the drops where the big boys tend to run back and forth um you know you're 30 to 45, 50-inch redfish, tend to cruise around your big black drum, that kind of thing. Get yourself a couple packs of those artificial crabs, whether it's Z-Man or Exude or uh, or what's the other one, Rage. There's a couple different ones that that make it, but um, I like the Exude and the Z-Man crabs really, really well. The, The legs and stuff have a lot of life to them, have a lot of movement to them. And that is the easiest bait to fish in the wintertime. Period. That is the easiest bait to fish in the winter time because all you have to do is slather on some whether it's pro or bioedge or, or whatever your or lunker sauce, whatever your scent product is of choice, slather on some crab scent onto that little that little artificial crab. Pitch that thing out either on a jig head or a weedless hook. I like to run them on a weedless hook, like a two o or maybe even a three oh. Weedless hook, and uh, literally just drag it along the bottom. No twitching, no bouncing. You have never seen a crab bounce off the fo- off the bottom before. You never seen one twitch all crazy and get all. You know, just slow drag that thing across the bottom. If you see a fish push into it, just drop it. Let it drop right into the grass because that's what a crab would do. And man, I'm telling you, I- I've I've witnessed some fish get, get a soft plastic crab all the way back into their crushers to where the hook is embedded in the roof of their mouth, way back by the crushers because they they know they have to kill that thing as soon as they suck it up. So that's a great lure to use, a great style of bait to throw. Um, you know, and it's good. It's a good bait to throw in shallow water. It's a good bait to throw in deep water um, by adding a jig head. Um, and for those fish that are up there and they're, and they're swimming right along there swimming along their bellies, um, up on the bank looking for crabs pitch it don't don't be scared to pitch that thing up onto the actual bank and slide it off the bank and drag it in front of their face because they'll pounce on it because that's what they're up there eating they're not up there chasing around mullet and 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 mud minnows and things like that they're up there eating uh small crustaceans so um that's a that's a great bait to to throw um super easy to rig there's nothing complicated about that at all i mean very very easy to rig but uh I tend to go to light tackle, um, in, in the winter. Um, when I say light tackle, I'm just saying lighter than what I would normally throw. Normally I'm, I'm fishing just 10 pound braid, but I'm, I'm bumping it up to 15 to 20 pound leader. Um, in the winter time, I tend to go lighter up to, you know, down about 12 pound. Um, if it's just a bunch of slot fish, I'm after I'll, I'll even go down as low as 10 pound, um, leader material just because, I'm not worried about them breaking me off, but at least in the wintertime, you can fight them. You can play with them a little bit longer. Um, In the summertime and spring, we try to whoop them, get them to us as quick as we can so we don't hurt them. Um, But in the, uh, in the wintertime with the water being cooler, there's a lot more oxygen in the water. So, uh, you know, they, they can, they can be a little feisty sometimes. So it's fun. You know, you hook a 30 inch redfish on 10 pound braid and a, and a, uh, and a twelve pound leader or a ten pound leader and it makes you really fish at finesse. I mean you gotta back that drag off and be careful not to bust them off because, you know, big redfish will bust you off easy on on that kind of uh that kind of a rig ask. Wade Hollowell, who knows. <laughs> but uh so anyhow, uh Alan, have you ever uh have you ever used the uh soft plastic crabs?
2: the only, the only ones I've used are the, uh, the gulp peeler crabs. You know, I've thrown those a couple of times and, uh, don't have really good luck, but I was going to tell you, there was a, a time, uh, actually, uh, Justin and I, um, fished, actually met up at a, at a spot and he was throwing that rage crab and, uh, he was killing them on that thing. You know, I was, I was still throwing my regular, you know, Slayer SSB doing good, you know, still catching fish, this and that, but he had that, uh, that big old rage crab on there, and I uh, remember there was a, I think it was right at upper slot, over slot, whatever, and it must have been five foot off his kayak. And he saw it laying there in the grass, and he dropped that uh, that rage crab in front of it, and, and like you said, the minute that thing hit the bottom, man, that thing just pow, and I mean, it was off to the races. So, uh, you know, typical example right there. Of, uh, you know, and it was that morning started out super cold, you know, or pretty cold. And, uh, didn't see a whole lot, and as soon as it started warming up, and it was one of them, one of those just bluebird, dead calm, cold winter days. And we found some fish in this little cove, little pocket that were just kind of milling around in there. And it was uh, just trout, redfish, trout, redfish, just one after another. And he was, uh, he was throwing that rage crab and uh, and doing good. And he was, uh, he was, he was busting them on that thing. We had a pretty good day. So they work. I just you know yeah. don't throw them a whole lot.
3: Yeah. Well, and also but, too, if it's if it's a little windy, sometimes the crabs are or paying the butt to throw because if you're trying to uh, throw yeah. it into the wind with those crabs it's like, looks like a frisbee on a paper plate yep yeah exactly it's like throwing a, yeah, that's a good analogy it's just like throwing a paper plate um but yeah it's uh it's fun man it's a good time it's a good time to get out there if you haven't had a lot of success catching a bunch of redfish in a day multiple red fish in a day say a dozen or more um the winter time is definitely your time of year to go do that um they just – they don't tend to stack up, but I'll tell you what I have found, especially in the Mosquito Lagoon, is you will find giant wads of little rat reds <laughs> from time to time. Oh, yeah. And, and man, you can't get away from them things. And not that there's anything wrong with catching rat reds, but, man, literally every single cache will catch a rat, and you can stay there for – hours and catch it like one after another and uh it's usually off the edge of a flat right right along an island or along a shoreline where there's a deep trough um every now and or there's a creek mouth running running somewhere a lot of times you'll find them stacked up like that but uh you know it's uh yeah it's, it's a fun time of year man and also too especially in our region you, you always have the opportunity to catch a, a nice doormat flounder as tammy wilson uh proved last time she was out with you
2: Oh yeah, nice, nice lounger. How big was that thing? Twenty-four inches, and she was th- she was throwing a tailing redfish when that thing hit, and uh, she got out to the boat. I hadn't seen it, and she's uh, she was shocked, you know. And I I got over to, her and I was like, wow. And she caught that on a, they uh, like could Slayer SST, just uh, you know, kind of bumping it on the bottom, throwing at some tailing reds, and that thing hit. So, good Matt, surprise. Matt
3: Matt Giles in the. Uh in the chat room says use six pound on a barbie rod like a real man (laughs) and and, and for those that are listening to the show not watching the chat room i responded by saying you can't use the words barbie rod and man in the same sentence (laughs) (laughs) i'm just messing with you bro um Actually, I've got a, uh, I've got a little 1,000 Cerros, 1,000 Shimano Cerros that I've got spooled up with four pound monofilament that when, when the fish are thick in the winter, I know I'm going to go, I know they am going to find some tail fish. I'll throw a uh, straight four pound, no leader, um, with a weedless hook or a jig head, a shad tail, whatever. And, uh. Put the whooping on it, man. It's fun, you know. I challenge anybody to go out and get what essentially is a crappie rod, and uh, go out there and try and land a upper slot redfish on it. It's a lot of fun. It's like hooking a bonefish, I would imagine. I've never done it. Um, Alan, you've caught bonefish, so you can attest to yeah. probably what they pull like. So, dude, is
2: it? Are you guys dying down there? What's going on? It's uh, it's it's blowing. <laughs> it's off and on raining. <laughs> Pepe's got the Jameson flowing. Uh, Uh-oh. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, Uh-oh. yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah. but no, it's uh, it's you know it, it, this is different. I've, I've not done I've uh, duck hunted, used to do it for years, but this is definitely different. But it's it's cool. But uh, yeah, it's uh, not not it's good duck weather, like Pepe said. Terrible fishing weather, but uh, we're making the best of it. Just about got cool. dinner done.
3: No, that's awesome, man. Uh, yeah, one of my neighbors, um, he hunts for mossy oak, and he went out scouting. He found a bunch of ducks, and then he calls me yesterday, no, two days ago, and he's like, "Oh, by the way, I shot a doe this morning, and uh, probably gonna go out and kill some pigs later tonight." And I'm like, "Yeah, you know, it is that time of year where uh, you know, killing the uh, furry woodland animals and feathered creatures is uh, is a good alternative to sitting on the couch and watching the wind blow."
2: Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, we're—he uh, told you what we're doing, right? I mean, we're uh, we're basically parked in a grass field down by this uh, impoundment area. It's a, a public type quota hunt, you know, draw type thing. You got to put in for permits and stuff like that. And if you don't get the permits, you can do a walk-on thing. And uh, so we're we're sitting in line with about probably eight or ten other trucks in line waiting for. Uh, I guess four four thirty in the morning, and uh, we basically sleep in our trucks. We got the got the fire pit going, and the uh, the broth's cooking and stuff. And basically, we sleep out here and wait for the morning to get in. Very oh, cool. What is, what is that? Peppy's Pep, Pep, rubbing it in about the sandhill crane. Our our dinner's done, so <laughs> yeah, he's All rubbing right, it I'll in.
3: That's cool. I'll call FWC when we hang up the phone tonight and tell them that you guys are yeah, yeah, out they paint.
2: they uh yeah it came from SunTree yeah it's uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take SunTree it taken out by
3: a golf cart
2: yeah that's what it was yeah it was, uh yeah nobody shot it
3: yeah no, oh well no.
2: but, very uh, good yeah but, right. uh
3: no. Yeah, go eat, go eat, man. Go enjoy your yeah. Uh, I'm
2: gonna let you go. Yeah, I gotta I gotta check in at the house, make sure uh, the wife and wife and daughter are good before it gets too late, and uh, go eat and uh, I guess uh, make my bed in the truck here. Don't lie,
3: don't lie. <laughs>
2: Pepe's drinking Jameson. You guys yeah,
3: are gonna be up in the back of yeah. his truck.
2: <laughs> He's got that gleam in his eye.
3: Big spoon, little spoon. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Oh, you guys man. have fun. All Be right. safe out there. Yep. All right. See you, yep. We'll talk to you. All right. There you go. <laughs> Big spoon, little spoon. <laughs> Peppy's drinking Jameson. Excellent. All right, folks. It's eight forty-five. I really have nothing else to talk about tonight. Um. There you go. That's pretty much it. Appreciate everybody tuning in, checking in, listening in. I I assure you that the show's forthcoming will be a little bit more productive. Uh, We're actually going to try and change up the format a little bit. Just so you guys know, we're going to do some more commercial breaks in between. We're really segmented up and we'll be able to uh, have topics that we'll talk about posted to Facebook uh, a couple nights prior to the show. So you guys can make up uh, your your decisions whether or not you want to listen to the show or not, tune in or call in. And I always encourage folks to call in. Of course, the number is seven one four eight one six forty seven twenty seven. Jot that down uh, on a piece of paper by your computer or put it in your notes on your phone so that this way here you've got that. Again, that's seven one four eight one six forty seven twenty seven. Oh man! So uh, this week again looks like uh mother nature's gonna whoop us not gonna let us get out there but if uh you should be able to get out and find yourself somewhere to hide from the wind i would do nothing more than just uh soak some cut bait and see what happens um this is with all this wind that river's going to be a little stirred up so cut bait is king i'm not scared to throw it if i need to um or you can go to your scented products again do that whole deal but uh be safe. If you guys travel out of, t- out of town, out of state for uh, Thanksgiving, you know, eat a bunch of Turkey, get hefty. It's always good. And, uh, there you go. Just be safe. Well, hopefully we'll hear from you guys next week. And, uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns about the show, feel free to send me an email, redfishchuck at hotmail.com. And let's get out of here with my sponsor list real fast. Let me pull that thing up. Um, don't forget, too, um, this holiday season, please do your best to shop at a local store. You know don't don't go online and buy all your Christmas stuff from online. Yeah, you may you may save a couple dollars, but I promise you that the Learjet, that the guy who owns that online retailer uh, will get fueled throughout the, throughout the year without your help, without your assistance. Um, just remember also too. If you should ever have a problem with that or an issue with the products that you do buy online, you tend to have to go to somebody local anyhow to try and get that problem fixed. So uh, there you go. You know, buy, 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 uh, buy close, close to home. Richard down at Harry Goods. Uh, great shop down in Melbourne. Stop on by there. Check him out. Show that guy some love uh, with Bass Pro Shops opening up there in Palm Bay. You know, he's going to need the support of the local community more now than ever so uh and then off, of course our our little shop you know i appreciate everybody's love to you know they've been showing me a lot of love there at kbba outfitters it's been a lot of fun and uh there you go so that's it let's get out of here my uh i'd like to thank hobie kayaks orca coolers tackle webs Railblazer, blazer yak gear Ego Nets, E-N-O, Bending Branches, Slayer Inc. Lure Company, Kayaks by Bo, KBB Outfitters, and of course, Real Adrenaline Energy Drinks, and my latest sponsor, Adventurous Custom Fishing Rods. There you go. There you have it. That's it. Everybody have a safe week. Have a safe uh, Black Friday. We'll talk to you Monday. Hopefully. Actually, why don't we go ahead and discuss what kind of deals you picked up on Black Friday next monday and then we'll hopefully we'll have a fishing report or two to to throw out there as well that might not be a bad idea but uh with that being said god bless everybody i hope you guys have a safe week safe travels if you're going out of town and uh, we'll see you back here next monday see ya
4: Yes. in mm-hmm. the Thank <laughs> you.